2: I don't know what's going on. This is really fun, you guys. Wow, happy Tuesday. And welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show. I'm Anthony Dodry. What the fuck? Joined, as always, by, by Lee Errol. <laughs> there it is. Big Pokey Shane Diefenbach over hi. here. Uh, everybody in the chat. Oh hey, hi, how you doing? Uh, I jump scare warning. Oh good God. Yeah, that was crazy. That was, that crazy was
0: definitely planned.
2: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That <laughs> was
0: so wild. We
2: have uh we have a lot to get into today. Uh I got a an apology for Dion Coach Prime Sanders at the end of the wow. show. So stay locked in for that at Woo! the very end I forgot this is um, the first show, since the, show? Since, since
0: the prime incident.
2: Yeah, we've we've got some Kenny Dillingham, Bo Baldwin, and Jaden Rashada sound that we're going to get to here in a little bit. Previewing the Oklahoma State matchup, we're going to take a little bit at uh, a look at the expectations. Uh, we also have Deontown. from that game. We don't have Dion sound. Uh, oh, we don't. We didn't put it in the show. No, I can just do it. No. Do you believe now? No, 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 I don't. Um, Mm. Also, we're going to talk a little bit about the AP Top 25 because we got some new teams in there and then some teams that fell out as well. But before we do all of that, Shane Diefenbach, it is Tuesday. How was your weekend? Oh, this weekend. I can't say enough about it. (laughs) Um, It was good. (laughs) College football was back. You
0: got everything. Jordan Travis, you are my dad. (laughs) Uh, That is my Heisman winner. I told you guys. Uh, Jaden Daniels looked pretty good, honestly. The offensive line has just failed him. Yeah, Um, I'm so glad I'm not a fan of of a team that he's on anymore because every single time the man runs the ball, he runs with rec- he runs with reckless abandon. He runs like Bambi, and everybody that is on the field on the opposing team's a hunter. And yeah. I, I, how is he not hurt? I don't know. He got all, dropped a couple different times, yeah. in the and game. and the awkward like knee twist, it's crazy. But yeah, I thought he played pretty well. Um it sucks that that game basically decided their top twenty-five fate. Yeah, um, but yeah, that game was really fun. There were a lot of good games. Clemson, you are terrible. Yeah, Dabo's got to pray that that team gets better. Um, I don't think they will.
2: Yeah, uh, but it was good. How was your weekend? It was good. It was good. I was glad college football was back. Had multiple fantasy football drafts throughout mm-hmm. the the week, so I'm excited for NFL football to get back. You know what I did this weekend?
0: What'd you do? Uh, there was a teppanyaki chef in Leah's backyard. That's wild. Yeah, it was one of the craziest things ever. He had a water gun with sake, and he was spraying a sake it gun. And
2: yeah, and he was spraying it in our mouth. <laughs> That's pretty. One
0: of and somebody. It wasn't Leo, but somebody. Daniel sprayed sake in my nose. And oh it went no! All the way up, and it came down the other side. That's kind of disgusting. Somebody. Yeah. It wasn't Shane.
2: Sprayed sake right in my eyeball. <laughs> Okay, what guys. Keep, keep your... Kylie. S- <laughs> oh. Make sure you're aiming your socks yeah. in the right places. Okay, we got a Diego. super chat from Diego. I know Totri was pissed on Saturday. I wasn't... Look, I wasn't pissed. I'm not getting into Dion right now. We'll get into that yeah, we'll a little bit later. later. For now, we can talk about how it's Titan Tuesday. It's Titan Tuesday. Go watch Attack on
0: Titan if you have okay,
2: Thank okay. you, Diego. Let's get into ASU the, time. Well, no, not even oh, ASU. Time. First the first the AP top twenty-five. I want to oh, take really a look at that. Yeah. Let's start I'd with the AP the rundown. top twenty-five. Uh, just because we've got some some things changing up here. You mentioned obviously the, the LSU loss to Florida State. Florida State looked really, really good. That's why they're obviously moving up to the fourth spot. But is there anything really else that transpired over the weekend that affected this top 25 pull? Obviously, you got Clemson falling all the way yeah. down to 25. Colorado uh, in the top 25 to 22. A lot of the Pac-12 schools moved up in large part because of that LSU loss. Uh,
0: A a couple things. Uh, First of all, Ohio State didn't lose, but they moved back. And I know it's because Florida State had a better win, but Ohio State's offense did not look very good. Yeah. So that's probably a big reason why they moved back. I thought SC in their two games were were pretty good. You know, Their defense is still their defense. Um, LSU dropping all the way down to 14 makes sense. Uh, I'm surprised Clemson's even in the top 25. Yeah. TCU obviously fell out of the top 25, but Colorado at 22 is something that I did not expect <laughs> to see. Um, and it's wild. Another big mover is Washington. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that meme of the, of like, I think it's Scooby Doo, like shaking and he's quivering and you can hear like the bones? That's yeah. that's what I'm thinking if I'm a Pac 12 defense. That offense looked insane. And we talked to, um, Uh, Michael Penix Jr. at the media day, and he told us the most underrated player in the Pac-12 is Jalen Polk. Yeah, Jalen Polk had over 100 yards, and I believe two touchdowns, maybe just one. But he was great. Um, Yeah, the Pac-12 looked awesome. Obviously, they're undefeated,
2: but they looked awesome. Yeah, I mean, if there's a team that just blew me away, uh, and and they didn't move a whole lot in the AP Top 25, but you look at a team like Oregon. I think there were a lot of questions going into the season just how good that (laughs) offense would look, and they just and they curb stomped. Uh, whoever they play, I don't even yeah. know who their opponent was, but they dropped 81 points and Bo Nix played a half. Uh, it it was zero. Pop I don't. Too? I don't know if it was 81 yeah. zero. I think it might have been 81 to seven or 81 to three. Regardless, scoring 81 points in a football game. Yeah, 81 seven. Portland State. 81 points in a football game where your starting quarterback only plays a half is pretty ridiculous. Yep. I think they had five rushing touchdowns as well. And yep, Connor Solley, former
0: Sun Devil, led the team in tackles. Yep, Bucky looked awesome too, Bucky Irving.
2: Yeah. Um, Got to give
0: some love to DJU. He looked great. Yeah, he did. That that defense is obviously elite. Everybody knows that by now. But, I mean, that team's going to be good too. They're going to be a problem. There's a lot of good real teams. Problem.
2: I know there was a lot of people that were hating on, on Oregon State because it was a little bit of a slow start. They weren't pulling away the way a lot of people thought they might. Uh, but, again, the Pac-12, 13-0 now uh, after week zero. And then, obviously, week one, we'll see what they can do uh, getting into week two. Obviously, Arizona State has a matchup against Oklahoma State this Saturday uh, at Sun Devil Stadium or Mountain America Stadium, whichever version of it you would like to talk about. Uh, But, Shane, this is an Oklahoma State team that won 27-13 over the weekend. They didn't look great. No, they played three quarterbacks. They did play three quarterbacks, one Uh, of which being the coach's son. If you have three quarterbacks, you know you have? No, no quarterbacks. None.
0: (laughs) no quarterbacks. Not good, very bad. Uh, It's fun to play a team with dysfunction. Yeah. Uh, usually, it's the other way around uh, for Shadow fans the last two years. Um, they have a lot of dysfunctioning questions going into this game. This feels like a very winnable game. Uh, I think last I saw, Oak State was favored by two and a half. Is that still the case? Could you check for me? Yeah. Um, but it's, it, it, yeah, this, I mean, this, this is an Oklahoma State team who is not who they are. Who's not who they had last year? They have no Spencer Sanders, and Spencer Sanders, although you know I'm critical of how much he turns the ball over, is still a very capable quarterback of taking over a game and winning it himself. They don't have an X factor like that, um, but they got some good defenders, and their defense is where ASU is going to, is it, where ASU might struggle uh, specifically your freshman quarterback Jaden Rashada. They do a lot of different things on their front. They they move guys around a ton, um, and it's hard to game plan around. So. Game planning for a freshman quarterback is never easy. Game planning for a freshman quarterback against a complex scheme on defense is going to be even harder for this yeah, team.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Oklahoma State is currently favored by three and a half. Three and a half, it moved. Three and a half points. You can get Arizona State uh, at plus money, and then the over-under is set at 53 and a half points. Uh, but yeah, going back to the the three-quarterback situation for Oklahoma State, they played uh, Garrett Rangel, Gunnar Gundy, and then Alan Bowman, uh, all of which— I Are not real people. They're— <laughs> they are all real people uh none of them though really did anything to to at least in my mind earn that starting quarterback job now again i think they threw out those three quarterbacks again a little bit because of the situation uh they didn't have a a true fbs uh, uh, opponent like they do this week so i can't imagine that they play all three of those quarterbacks again (laughs) that would be awesome that would be pretty wild what if they lined up in like a um in like a split back shotgun formation, but with it was two quarterback all, quarter, all three quarterbacks? That'd be weird. That'd be really, really weird. Uh again, I don't anticipate they're all just going Arizona State fans having to see all three of those quarterbacks. Me? No, I don't want to. Come on, real quick. Can you imagine seeing that at the same time? I'd be so confused. That's gotta be illegal. Uh I don't think it's illegal. I don't think it's illegal, but I don't think you're going to see it. at no, I don't American think State. you will either. Uh, looking at the rest uh, of this team, you brought it up. The offense is pretty dysfunctional. Only scoring 27 points again against an FCS opponent. Yeah, who, to, who would do that? Yeah, Arizona State. <clears throat> uh, but they're a middle-of-the-pack offense in terms of passing yards and rushing yards as it relates to the rest of the Big 12, Uh, and then they did give up the fourth most passing yards in the Big 12 this past week, uh, over 250 pass yards to an FCS opponent. So you look at a team uh, like Arizona State with freshman quarterback Jaden Rashada, you you saw what he was capable of specifically in that first half uh, against a shaky secondary in Southern Utah. I know this is a real opponent in Oklahoma State, but again, they're, I think... I think You're Jayden not throwing Rashada, out Sauce Gardner. No, no, no. I think Jaden Rashada can have a bounce-back game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this offense can really, really prove something uh, going into this game. And that's why it, it's in the headline, right? I think Arizona State can have a a Deion Sanders, Colorado-like jump this week, yeah. uh, at least in terms of a national perspective, because people see that Southern Utah win and they're like, oh, this is – it's Arizona State.
0: Yeah, no, the the win the win makes this team seem unassuming they're not going to do yeah. much this year, and that's – so far from the case, and, and I know I talked a lot about last week how like I'm not I'm not going to sit here and act like the second half didn't matter because the, way, the rain the, the rain delay the rain delay like it did 100. But that is not this team, and I think they especially Rashada. Rashada seems like a microwave type of guy where like if he connects on that first pass, watch out like he might just get hot and everything might be perfect from then on. Uh, he doesn't seem like a guy who's gonna, you know, ebb and flow. But he does seem like a very hot and cold guy. If things start to go wrong, to go wrong. So, yeah. I, I really, really, really hope that Rashada's first game under his belt can help him ooze confidence as Kenny wants him to, especially against Oklahoma State. And and regardless of what you think about Oklahoma State, regardless of what you think if they're going to be good or bad this year, a win over a brand like that.
2: Uh, for a freshman quarterback, is, it would do wonders for him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we'll get into I mean everything as it relates to this Oklahoma State roster really as the the week goes on, but you bring up defensively, uh, and that's, this is really what the coaches were talking a lot about today, and we'll get yep. to that sound here uh, in just a little bit. But that is going to be, I think, the side of the ball that wins the game. It's, it's going to be Arizona State's offense first, at Oklahoma State defense. Yeah. Uh, and if Bo Baldwin and company are, are truly able to dissect and scheme apart. Uh, that unit, then I think it should be a pretty good game for them because you look at what Arizona State's defense accomplished against Southern Utah, and I know the 21 points uh, isn't great, but you look at how they did in comparison to the rest of the Pac-12, obviously undefeated, and most of which playing FCS opponents as well. Arizona State's defense fared uh, pretty well, aside from a few hiccups here and there.
0: Yeah, shout out LTC saying on September 25th, 1993, uh, ASU hosted Oklahoma State, got the W, and... It was Jack in the Box night.
2: (sighs) I I love me some Jack in the Box tacos. I love me some Jack in the Box tacos. Jack
0: in the Box tacos?
2: Fuck. They're elite. They're absolutely elite. They go insane. Elite. Uh, Guys, we're going to go ahead and get into that sound from the coaches and players today. But first, I want to tell you guys a little bit about Four Peaks. College football was back this past weekend and NFL football starts on Thursday. So when you're watching whatever game of your choosing, make sure you have an ice cold Four Peaks peaks brew with you whether that be a hazy a wow a peach ale they've got it all over at four peaks and it's pumpkin porter season guys get in the fall state of mind uh, with nutmeg allspice and toasted pie crust it is crazy to me that there is alcohol that tastes like fall it's amazing tastes like pumpkin they got mad scientists over there they do at four peaks Guys, visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite brewery tours and events. Steinholding, Oktoberfest, and Haunted Brewery Tours are right around the corner. Check out at Four Peaks, bro, at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. You do got to be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks, and please drink responsibly.
0: If you were able to have a mad scientist at Four Peaks for the day and create your own beer, what flavor would it be? Ooh
2: that's a good question that is a great great question if i could so if i could pretty much just create a four peaks beer of my choice uh, what flavor is it oh my goodness cheese no cheese flavored that sounds kind of awful cheese. um let me go i, I kind of uh, give me cake like a like a frosted cupcake Ooh. i think that might taste good i think that might i mean good. the people
0: the people at four peaks it, it definitely they can make taste anything good. taste good yeah um okay May I have a pick of the week for you? You have a pick offers. of the week. Whoa! Yep, <laughs> Bruh.
2: Okay, let's hear you ready about.
0: Get, it. You already get pick, pick of the week, Don. Right now, Rhythm me this, Batman. Why is why is why is Oregon only favored by six and a half points against Texas Tech, who's not going to be a real team this year? <laughs> Did you see what happened to Texas Tech in Week One, Anthony? Yeah, yeah, they lost. They lost. They lost. You know who they lost to Anthony. Nobody. Um. The University of, shout out David Rodish, Wyoming. Shout out David Rodish. Uh, you wrote a story on that if you want to read recap. David Rodish, great. Phenomenal writer. Anyway, I'm taking Oregon and the points. Minus six and a half uh, for back in the pack uh, <laughs> uh, on Saturday. Uh, that is my DraftKings book. Pick of the week, and you can download the DraftKings app now and use code PHNX to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly for just betting 5 bucks. That's code PHNX, only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789-7777 789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and R- Resort, Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See dkng.co slash football for eligibility terms and responsible game- gaming resources. Bonus bets ex- expire seven days after issuance, eligibility, and deposit restrictions do
2: apply. All right. We've talked a it's lot. A trap. We've talked a lot about Jane Rashada. And the Arizona State offense we since talked, that no, game. We haven't talked a lot about you yet. We haven't talked a lot about me yet. Yeah. Why? Why would we talk a lot about I don't me? Know. Okay, back to Jaden Rashad mm-hmm. on the Arizona State offense. There we go. Uh, yeah, no, this is rightfully so. I think there are a lot of people that categorized the game for Jaden Rashad as a tale of two halves. And again, you saw what he was capable of in that first half and then the second half. Uh, a lot of it was rhythm. Kenny took some fault uh, for not really getting the offense in a rhythm. Bo Baldwin uh, a little bit as well. Shane, what did you see from Jaden Rashada that inspires you with maybe a little bit of confidence not only for this Oklahoma State game, but for really the rest of the season?
0: Um, well, I mean, he looked ready to go from the get-go, yeah. which is impressive from a freshman quarterback starting in his first game, especially at home. Yeah, um, you know, You'll know, you hear from him today, but running out of that tunnel is a feeling like no other and I think that really got him going. Um, but I think he'll be even more dialed in to start game two, but I think the biggest thing that jumped out is his pure arm talent. Like Fourth and eight and the dude just through the best ball I've seen at Sun Devil <laughs> Stadium in years. Yeah. Uh, right into the bucket to, to Guillory. So yeah, uh, it, it, arm talent is the thing that jumps out the
2: most. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that does definitely inspire confidence, not only in us, but it, it's got to inspire a little bit of confidence in that coaching staff uh, as well to see what Jaden Rashada was able to do in practice and then see it translate obviously to his his first game of the season. How was he today? He was all right today. I'm going to yeah. be honest. I wasn't wildly impressed with, with the practice today. but you it is oohing and awing. No, I wasn't like oohing I and ah- Exactly. I Rashida wasn't throws just... the ball. You're like, ooh! Yeah. Ah. Yeah, there we go. Uh, but offensive coordinator Bo Baldwin did speak uh, today for the first time since that game on Saturday. Uh, and this is what he had to say about what he saw from Jaden Rashada.
1: I thought a couple things he did well, and I I know it's kind of a tale of two halves a little bit, you know, but we have to be mature enough because quite honestly, their team handled the two and a half hour break better than our team, regardless of even the results. You just saw it just in sharpness or, you know, penalties or whatever it might be, regardless of the final score, their team handled that. So that's on us to do a better job to handle, you know, adverse situations or situations that go, uh, you know, and and the same with Jaden. So what I'm getting to is Jaden again, we'll learn to go through highs and lows, or even moments that are perfect, and be able to respond to them, but for a first year guy, some of the things I liked, he stood in there and threw the ball he hadn't been hit for a while, you know you don't get hit in practice as a quarterback but when you really go back, I felt like his eyes stayed downfield, and he got hit, even drew a late hit or two, you know, during that game, so he he had no problem even on his first deep completion, he got hit in the mouth as he threw it, so I was very impressed with that, and just that poise, I never felt like, when he came to the sideline Talk to me on the phones, he always seemed calm, you know, even in the second half when you know when things weren't perfect, he seemed calm,
0: yeah. And that's going to be a common theme, I think, with Rashada is just responding to adversity, uh, and kind of evening out those highs and lows because, as I said before, he can get really hot, yeah, uh, but he also makes throws sometimes where you're like, What the what. How did that happen? So th- there there are there are things that he definitely needs to iron out in his game. And, and I think the biggest thing is responding to a bad play. And, and I'm not saying he hangs his hat or anything. Like he hangs his head after after a bad play. It's more of just, you know,
2: limiting the extremes of of valleys and peaks. Yeah. And I think there is when you watch Jaden Rashada play, and I think the coaching staff can really speak more to it, is It feels like he knows what he is doing at this point. There are just little things here or there from a timing perspective uh, that need to be tweaked in order to to make those certain plays. Uh, Leaving practice today, I was talking with uh, with a couple different people just about we're talking about a wildly different game if two or three of those passes that Jaden connects in practice like he would if he does it in the game, right? If he connects on that Xavier Guillory pass, inbounds down in the sideline that's a touchdown if he connects with bryce pierre along the the left sideline or or elijah badger as well we're talking about Jaden rashada throwing for over 350 yards and four touchdowns obviously that's not the reality of it but what i'm saying is his head is in the right place he's making the right reads and he's making the right decision but there are just a couple things uh from a sharpness and tightness standpoint that he needs to correct moving forward and i think if he does those things Arizona State is going to be a tough team to play. Yeah. Keck saying. So you want consistency, consistency like every other coach. Basically, yeah.
0: Uh, it's, basically, yeah. But but his inconsistency is far more inconsistent than. And, and, and yeah, it's just, it's one play. It's the stark contrast from like a fourth and eight, 50 yard bomb to, you know, he overthrows somebody in, in the flat by. Ten yards. You're just like, how does that even happen? Yeah. Where does the balance come? And and I'm sure it'll come eventually. But as Kex says, he's a freshman. It's his first game. He'll be fine. I don't yeah. think he was bad by any means. I think he showed us great things in the first half. And then something really weird happened. Dudes were doing homework in the in the tunnel. Yeah. Uh, BJ Green was doing what do you say, physics two? What, why is he in physics two? I don't know. Dude. uh f- finishing up that. So, um, yeah, it's just a weird weird <laughs> game. Yeah, and we're we'll, we're gonna learn a lot more about the freshman and number five come. Sunday.
2: Yeah. And I think I think Bo and some of the other coaches, uh, they they really made a good point. Right. Like we could talk about the the rain delay and the weather being a tough circumstance. But at the end of the day, Southern Utah had to go through the same exact thing and they had to do it in a visiting locker room.
0: In, in a visiting locker room in a, in a game that they are paid to be here for. Yeah. They, they, they basically know they can't win and they almost did it.
2: So. Yeah. No, it, it was definitely crazy. A lot of people when they talk about Jaden in that first half to the second half, it's like at the end of the day, he, he got his first game reps, and that is going to be huge. And I think a lot of people, when they talk about a freshman quarterback, they, mm-hmm. they want to talk a little bit about the fact that the speed of the game is a little bit of a, a different thing, or it, it takes a while to, to really get into. That wasn't the case with Jaden. Jaden said the speed wasn't necessarily the issue. Yeah. Jaden Rashada said this was the biggest difference for him. I would just say, like, just the intensity. You know, I think football is still football, you know. Um, it wasn't it wasn't like a struggle you know at all adjusting to speed you know because that's why it was spring ball was for and fall camp but it was really just you know um just the intensity and um from practice to games you know carrying that over um but yeah that's really it yeah he makes a good point right like i think a lot of people when they think about it is like oh the speed of the game is what's going to get yeah. to him no because he had a long time throughout the spring he was here for the entire spring and then obviously he's had all the fall camp and speed he wouldn't have this job as a starting quarterback at this level, if speed was the issue starting as the number three quarterback in the fall. Yeah. Right. Like this is a kid that I think is starting to get comfortable, but again, the intensity of it, you see it on the players' faces, right? You saw it in Jordan Clark, Jalen Conyers just going into the tunnel before the game even started. Like these guys are so juiced. There's so much adrenaline. Uh, and and when you're out there, I mean, we saw the first time that, that Jaden was sacked. We're like, okay, maybe this is, this will get him right.
0: Yeah, and, and another thing, too, is I'm just sure he's excited to just play ball after the the ridiculous uh, recruiting period that he went through. Uh, and, and I think that's an underrated factor, is the dude just wants to play football. Yeah. And he finally is getting the opportunity to just play football at a Power 5 school as the starting quarterback week one. Um, you want to know, now you're going to week two. got to handle business again.
2: Yeah, I mean, we we didn't, we didn't even actually really talk about the fact that some of these players were doing homework. <laughs> uh, at halftime during this delay. What do you what do you think about that? Because Kenny talked about it on Monday as being like, okay, these guys are student athletes, and a lot of these kids had assignments that they were banking on being able to do Friday before class yeah. would have actually started. This game obviously carrying in to, to early Friday morning. Uh, what do you think about, I mean, I guess, I don't want to say it's taking the focus away, but at the end of the day, it is kind of taking the focus well, away from... From what you're doing, well, let's get your homework done. Before I mean, no, yeah, come you're on. right. You're right. Come on,
0: you're right. Yeah, I'm baking on Friday morning for a Friday class. Come on. I mean, I was doing that too, but still, come on. And uh, I no, I mean, what else are you gonna do? Like, you're just gonna, you're, you don't have that much Southern Utah tape. Yeah. Like, you don't have tape from the first half. I, I'm, I don't know. I,
2: I don't have a problem with it at all. It's definitely a weird situation. It's kind of awesome. For sure. And, and Kenny talked a little bit yesterday and he talked a little bit about it today, taking a little bit of the blame uh, just in terms of maybe getting the guys a little too hyped yeah. before they went out, which he feels maybe resulted in some of those um, excessive penalties in the second half. That was obviously a, a big part in letting Southern Utah kind of hang around. Another big part uh, was just the communication. Kenny says that the, the communication is something that he really, really is starting to emphasize and wants to see from his team. Uh, there are little mistakes little pre-snap that can be fixed both offensively and defensively with just a little bit more communication. We saw that from Kenny at practice today. So this is what uh, Coach Dilly had to say in terms of the team's growth when it comes to communication.
1: It's been good. Uh, I think uh, today was an emphasis for us. There's a period where nobody's talking. Nobody's talking. We line up right. and It's like, well, there's the problem right there fix it. Like, either we're going to allow it to happen or we're going to fix it. When you face a problem, we're going to have a ton of problems this year. We're year one. We have 50 new players. We we run complicated schemes on both sides of the ball. Aggressive schemes on both sides of the ball. We're going to make mistakes. And we're going to get better from those mistakes if we coach them, if we stop allowing them to happen. So when we see it, we have to stop it. We have to make an emphasis that's not okay. Fix the problem. Carry on. And if we continue to do that, we're going to continue to be better every single week that we take the field and that's the goal. And who knows what year three and four look like if we get better every single day for the next 24 to 36 months.
2: I think it's interesting you talk about communication and obviously I think everybody understands that communication can, can change uh, a play, can change a drive, can, can change a game. But when you're talking about developing communication for years on end, I think that's an interesting way to look about it. It's almost like we talk a lot about Kenny Trying to instill a culture yeah. with Arizona State and communication is something that I feel like we haven't necessarily touched on as being a key part of that culture.
0: Yeah, I mean, it it, it when you when you're more comfortable and you know somebody's cadences, you know how somebody ticks, you know what a person prefers, you know the way like like somebody likes a play red or or you know a wall snap to them. That just helps in general, and you're going to learn that by becoming be closer with them on and off the field, and and that's something Kenny's talked about is just like. Another underrated aspect of this is that we're we're building everything, not only the football and X's and O's from scratch, but just like a family from scratch. Like there's no like standard for what it was last year. Like this is just us and we have to continue this. So these young guys that are here this year in four years are going to be the leaders of that culture. And it's something crazy to think about. Jaden Rashada in three years, uh you know, his junior year when he's up for Heisman Odds and he's teaching butter tolofsson how to throw a football yeah Uh, (laughs) to throw a football damn uh, how to throw a 50 yard moon ball there you go um that'd be crazy (laughs) if you didn't know uh like uh, he's going to be the one leading that charge and teaching him what this culture means what it means to be a sun devil in uh,
2: 2026 a while from now daniel (laughs) and jay if your coach succeeds he will leave so any moderate success will be short-lived uh daniel clearly you're new here yeah i don't think we got that in this guy yeah i don't think so either this is a guy who oh there it is there There you are uh yeah no kenny first and foremost when it comes to just the communication he was yelling out there today like like only kenny can do Mm -hmm. really uh like getting fully into it in regards to look there are little things and I think that's the thing that, that really stands out to me about Kenny versus some of the other Arizona State coaches that I've seen, Herm Edwards and Todd Graham, is like things can happen in practice and it can be a mistake and you can move on, right? And you just chalk it up to being practice and you yeah. like, they'll eventually get it. Kenny will go out there and he will quite literally stop what everybody's doing and be like, this is why this is wrong. Yeah. This is what can change. And this is how it works. Exactly, this is what can change when you do yeah. this like a small little tweak. Even when they're running against the scout team defense and you've got the starting offense, yeah. and there are little things where when it comes to communication, do this, X, Y, and Z, right? And that's not necessarily, again, you'll see the difference one to two plays, maybe a drive mm-hmm. throughout a game. But when you've got those scout guys, right, that eventually hope to work their way through the roster, this is something that they're going to go back to a year and a half, two years from now, being yeah. like, okay, communication is quite literally how we make yeah. our lives easier, yeah. And it stops things from from getting broken down when it comes to coverage or an offense. People screwing up the play, the route, whatever, right? Like, it's those little things that can result in, in a play that goes for an incompletion to a play being a touchdown because of broken coverage on the other side. Mm-hmm. It's huge. So communication is definitely something that this team is working to fix, and I think they're going to need to be on top of everything when it comes to mu- to communication this week because we've already touched on it a little bit. Oklahoma State's defense is not necessarily a joke. I know this is a team that, again, uh, they they only won by 14 points. And they don't have their D coordinator from last and year. And they don't have their D coordinator from last year. But still, this is a defense that runs a little bit of a trickier scheme, or not necessarily a trickier scheme, but a, a scheme that a lot of people aren't necessarily uh, running as a base defense. Oklahoma State does do that. Um, I want to get to Tony's comment. They did already the Habu ball. This was... Based off of somebody earlier asking if Arizona State is going to play in a bowl game, I want to say it's probably a U of A fan. Uh, but yeah, we, we did we played I, in the, hu- I, the No, Hubu I already
0: bowl. no, I already told you guys what. You guys not remember the Habu Bowl? No, the, the territorial cup is. Not oh a yeah, bowl. you're right. It's going to be a bowl. The game. cup is turned into a bowl.
2: The territorial cup bowl? of noodles. It's a bowl of noodles. Okay, I don't think there's noodles in the cup, bro. I, ca- I can't confirm in
0: the cup of noodles.
2: No, in the territorial cup. Uh, oh, I was like, <laughs> I was
0: like, what? Oh. Yeah.
2: Uh, There's no noodles in the cup. There in a the cup of noodles. Once no, you put noodles. You can in no,
0: put I was giving I was cup. giving a I was giving an example of like cup of noodles turning into a bowl of noodles. I
2: like oh, your watch today.
0: Huh? I like your watch today. Thanks, man. I've I usually this. don't like it on other days, but I like it today.
2: Whatever, man, whatever. But yeah, no, this this Oklahoma State defense will present some challenges. Uh, and, and you look at just what they're capable of in terms of their roster makeup. This is a defense that can definitely give not only Arizona State, but a lot of the other teams uh, in the Pac-12. I think they would give them fits. And I think they give teams in the Big 12 fits as well. Uh, and, and there's definitely a reason for that. Uh, and this is what Offensive Coordinator Bo Baldwin had to say uh, on really getting past this Oklahoma State defense and the challenges that they present.
1: It's just, you know, those those teams that play the three safeties, they can disguise some things, they can get into one high or two high, you know, type of looks based on what that middle player does. You know, and we have packages of that too. Um, but... A lot of teams around the country run different versions of that we face that sometimes it's more of their third down package rather than their base so you know we've coached against it i think the toughest thing regardless of scheme is how their players are coached what they do and i i'm very impressed they're a well coached team they're a strong football team they know who they are you know and you can see that even in game one that they know who they are where they need to line up so it just no matter what their scheme is we have to execute against very good, well-coached, strong football players, and that's
0: what they are. That's such a Bo Baldwin answer. It doesn't matter what they're playing, we gotta execute regardless. Uh, it, it is a unique thing, and one thing that is really fun about college football, and that college basketball kind of has, but doesn't really. I mean, college basketball is like unique games within each conference and how teams play each other, but you will never see, like in in college football, it's so unique when you play another conference, and their defense like you will never see a team running what oklahoma state runs in the pack yeah and vice versa you will never see that especially defensively offensively you know a lot of teams run you know spread offenses and and you know power run schemes whatever but not a lot of teams will run the same defense and a lot of big 12 teams run what oklahoma state's gonna be running and it's really interesting
2: No, it is definitely interesting, and I think this is going to be a really good test for this Arizona State offense. Obviously, Fresno State is what Fresno State, when it comes to to Week 3, but I think looking forward to the rest of the defenses that Arizona State will play throughout the remainder of the season Oklahoma State has the potential to to be one of the trickier ones obviously you look at a team like Utah uh Washington there there are some just units out there obviously that present different challenges uh but in terms of what Oklahoma State brings to the table I think it's certainly going to be a test for the offensive line uh and then obviously for for Jaden Rashada in this 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 offense
0: scary guy with two guns is what they're also bringing to the table (sighs) yeah they are also bringing a scary man with two guns but it is what I'm it is. I'm going to kick him. You're going to kick him? No, I'm not. Roundhouse. A, there's a person in that suit, and that, that's just assault at that point. Yeah, but he's got weapons. They're not real. You don't know that? I don't know for sure, but I am I can... Making an educated guess? Yeah, I can hypothesize that those guns are not real. Okay. I don't well, think that'd be safe. You know what is real? Uh, uh, I was thinking of a joke because it sounded like you said Israel. But I couldn't think of anything. OGs. Oh, oh, OGs. What is, is
2: real? real? OGs oh, is real. And the effect that OGs has on me personally is super duper real. Superhuman? Super. It gives you superhuman strength, not actually. No, no, no. Uh, but it, it makes everything more fun, more chill, more relaxed, guys. Check out OGs. Uh, they have literally the best scratch made gummies around. They've got flavors for everybody, whether that be red apple, watermelon, blackberries, and cream. Uh, the peaches and cream is. is absolutely my favorite currently uh, and they've got something for everybody the Aquaberry sleep edition as well if you're not huge on getting super super high and you just want to take one to to maybe uh, get ready for bed that is definitely the one uh, for you guys plus the fruits and the creams are available in both a sunny sativa and mellow indica blend allowing you to customize your og's experience based on mood or time of day check out our friends at og's brands for yourself and try one or a few of their many delicious flavors. Check them out across all socials at OG's Brands and online at ogsbrands.com to find them at a local dispo near you. You must be 21 or older to enjoy responsibly. Love enjoying some OG's responsibly. Um, I will never
0: enjoy my Burrito Express responsibly because I just want to house it as fast as possible, and that's not responsible. You should eat slow and chew your food. Um, I Burrito Express to me is a choking hazard sometimes because I just want to swallow it whole because it's the best burrito of all time Um, if you haven't had burrito express yet (laughs) what are you doing hey what are we doing eat burrito express it's the best burrito for after a game before a game during a game put in your pockets put in your cup holders pocket burritos get like 10 of them put it in your freezer and then air fry them burrito express that might be crazy get it in, yeah, it is crazy. I've done it before. Um, grab a burrito and follow them at Burrito Express on Twitter,
2: at Burrito EXP. All right, guys, real quick. There's 49 of you in the chat and there's only 12 likes. Do Bobby Hurley and us a solid. Hit that like button. He doesn't ask often, but when he does, he's begging. He actually he does ask a little he too does, often. He does. He begs and he pleads he begs, for he likes pleads constantly. And says, Brother. Hit that like. Brother Bobby is asking for a like or two. Brother Bobby. All
0: right, Shane. <laughs> You got some. Um, you got some explaining
2: to do. It, it happened over the weekend. Yeah, Dion, uh, Coach Prime Sanders, and Colorado uh, decided that they didn't enjoy being twenty and a half point underdogs, no. and they opted to just give college football fans one hell of a game. Right. So, I have been pretty adamant about my distaste for Deion Sanders and Colorado and the turnaround of the program. Um, so, I, I've i got something to say. Are you going to apologize? Every single one of you. Look what's next for me, Joe. I'm going to get that second belt. Where the f*** is it? They should have had
1: them two belts ready. special for me. They're f- both in the octagon. It's never been done before. I'm sure you'll get your second belt. But, listen. That's for you. I've spent a lot of time, Joe. That's for you. Slating yeah. everybody in the company.
2: Everybody in the company.
1: Backstage, I'm starting fight off everybody. I've ridiculed everyone on the roster. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely, absolutely
2: nobody. To to nobody. I ain't apologizing to nobody. You're not wrong. now. You were wrong though. Not later. You were wrong though. I'm not apologizing. Look, I am not gonna apologize. Because one game is one game. I will say, I will say, I will say. They look like a real team. That's not what I'm saying. They do. I will say that their win against TCU, very impressive. Shador Sanders, wildly impressive breaking the school record. Travis Hunter did what I didn't think he could do.
0: And, and. And what? Could be in the conversation for a Heisman. Could be. He could be.
2: But, but, but I am not going to sit here and apologize because it was one game. And if they would have lost, it would have been the same thing. It is a long season of college football. I will go out and I will say that shout out. I will shout out Dion because if if my son went out there and broke a school record when we were 20 and a half point underdogs, Uh I would have been all over television saying this and that and the other. But I will not sit here. What do you think about them being ranked? I mean, you, you have to put them in the AP top twenty-five because they beat a ranked team in TCU. I don't think it'll last. Um, again, do you think they beat Nebraska? Probably, they probably beat Nebraska. Do you think ASU beats Nebraska? I think ASU beats Nebraska. Do you think I think ASU beats Oklahoma CU? State? I do think Arizona State beats CU. So we'll I, see. I'm not, I'm, but I, I'm not going to sit here and apologize for what ooh, I said because ooh, I'm still ooh, not me. wrong yet. Ooh, me. They don't have three Heisman candidates. Ooh, dumb. Me.
0: Chain, my turn. Um, I would like to apologize. I picked TCU to cover the spread <laughs> 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 on bets. Uh, one thing I will say is, oh man, goddamn, <laughs> Dion Dunne built built himself a roster of like the. This is where I just didn't believe. I, I thought they'd be. I didn't think they'd be abysmal by any means. I thought they would probably make a bowl game, but what I didn't believe. Was that they would be cohesive, and and granted that I'm not the offense was explosive and and the they they've got some dudes, but that TCU defense is dog shit. We'll, we'll see we'll see what happens in the next couple weeks. CU's defense but, wasn't great either, but but the cohesion on the offensive line, the cohesion between the receivers, the cohesion even when their defense didn't look great, I'm just so shocked that they were able to put a product on the field that looked as good as it did and we'll see if it continues, but it it is it is impressive and give credit where credit is due. Dion is doing something very special uh, and it's exciting to see because that makes college football so much more fun, yeah. having rooting interests like this. I mean, I don't remember the last time I woke up. Oh, well actually, it was the first day of college football, but like, <laughs> I don't remember the last time I was so excited to watch a TCU Colorado game yeah. or insert two schools like that. It, no, you're right. you oh, right. People that aren't interested in college football wanted to watch that game because of the story. And everybody has an opinion, and yeah, and that's great for the sport. Yeah. Um, what's not great for the sport is some of the opinions being said about what Dion had to say after the game. And I think that's. Just oh, I don't,
2: I don't, I don't insane. mind what Dion had to say, and I don't mind. You talk your talk. No, look, and I don't mind. There are there were a lot of people out yeah. there that were upset with the way Dion called out a reporter out there. And I think it was Ed Werder. Um, or it was some yeah. major network guy about asking him, do you believe yet? Do you believe yet? And for the same reason that a reporter has every right to make an opinion on whether or not they believe yep. that something's going to happen. Dion, at the end of the day, we, when you beat a team in TCU, has every right to question that reporter and be like, what about now? Yep. Every single right, every single right. But at the end of the day, LTC says that I'm drawing my line in the sand. I think what they did in week one was super impressive. Credit to Dion for getting that team ready and, and having just a, a crazy big road win. Shador did what he did. Travis Hunter, obviously. Oh, oh, um, oh. You got some more to say? A hand up. That man's game translates. Shador.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! But Dropping again- more dimes than a than than a machine that costs a dime. To so put put a put a dime in there. Yeah, there
2: you I go. don't know what the phrase is, but we'll see. We'll see. Again, if Colorado finds a way to win this conference, I said it earlier. You're gonna catch me in a clown costume right here, right on this podcast. And a Dion on facetat that's nope. That wasn't yeah. a part of the the rule. But I guy will guy. sit here in a in a clown costume, uh, and you could throw tomatoes at me yeah. if you'd like for for the right amount of money uh, on a super chat.
0: Dom saying, can we agree that the Pac-12 was by far the best conference this year?
2: Yeah, we can. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, I don't think it's
2: close. And I think we we had Tom's an idea. We had an idea going into this year that the Pac-12 was going to be uh, a beast that people weren't necessarily sure of. Yeah. Uh, but you look at some of the the major players in terms of college football. Clemson looked like shit. You know who
0: looked good. Jordan Travis. The university at Cal Berkeley.
2: Cal looked awesome. They looked eh. They
0: hung 50.
2: On who? Some, yeah. We didn't hang 50. No, we didn't hang 50. They hung, they hung, I don't know how many they hung, but they hung a lot of points. Look, everybody in the Pac-12 is undefeated going into week two. We will see what they're capable of, but again, I'm going to stand on the hill that I don't. Are you going to die on it? I'll die on the hill. Okay. I'll die on the hill in clown costume if Dion does what he says he's going to do. That week one win, impressive. Travis Hunter, bravo! You you did some crazy shit. Shador, have Ooh. a fucking day. But week one is week one. Yeah, it's a long, long college football season. Yeah. Um uh, I like Sean's. This is this is the only thing that matters thus
0: far. No question. Yeah, thus far it's been amazing, and we'll see if it continues. Uh, and I hope it
2: does because it's good for the pack. Now, also, what? Mike Norvell with a giant win. Uh, he needed that win, by the way. Yeah. He absolutely needed that yeah. win after what Dion yeah. did earlier, <laughs> um, because if FSU at any point stumbles, yeah, you're gonna hear all the
0: Dion to Florida State. Yeah. You you talk about two different quarterbacks in one game. What in the good God was Jordan Travis doing in that first half? I don't know. Oh my God, he was like, hey, you're on the other team, right? Here you go. Here you go, here you go. And they weren't catching him, but he was trying. Uh, and then in the second half just absolutely dialed.
2: The football game was so fun to watch. They were hitting each other so hard. That's football, they baby. They were being so mean. Dom under, 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 under. Over, under, eight and a half wins for Colorado. <laughs> I'm taking the under every day of the week. Look, I told you, I'm not going to sit here like yeah. Colorado just won the national championship. TCU, TCU is not a ranked team. But I don't want to
0: take this win away from them because they, look, they looked really no, good. they did. And a lot better than I thought. But as non says, TCU's defense is terrible. Uh, and they are they should not have even had a number to, to begin.
2: I, how many starters did they bring back? Like two TCU, on defense? I don't know, but the rest of their starters play for the Los Angeles Chargers. So, like, pff, I don't know. I don't know what Colorado at this point is gonna do. I think they're they're under the eight and a half. Um, I think if you got Shador Sanders, Travis Hunter in that Heisman conversation before that game, uh bravo to you because those odds are only gonna get worse as the season goes on. You wanna hear something awesome? Let's hear it.
0: I bet on um on what's his name? Why am I blanking his name?
2: Shador? No. Travis.
0: Yeah. I bet on Travis Hunter's odds to win the Heisman at plus eight thousand on GM
2: and not two minutes after i did that they went down to plus plus five thousand. yeah he looked good man he looked good my question and, and look my whole thing with travis hunter was never that he was untalented yeah that that was never my no, issue my I, I, issue was more so when we get to week three and you're playing a yeah. hundred snaps a game offense and defense and then you get to conference play right yeah. tcu we brought it up tcu this was obviously a team that was in the national championship last year. Their roster is wildly different than it was a yeah. year ago. I expect them to beat Nebraska. I expect them to beat Colorado State. Uh, so, yeah, they probably head in a conference play at 3-0, which in and of itself is a giant win for that program and Dion. But when you got at Oregon and then you play SC right after that. Phew, that is, those are your tests. Yeah. I'll sit here and I'll apologize when you go stun at Oregon uh, with Bo Nix, who just hung 81 yeah. on, uh, on a FB. FCS school and then you go compete with Caleb Williams the the reigning Heisman winner okay and that would be week four week five after Travis Hunter has played 600 700 snaps it feels like yeah
0: if we get to week five and Travis Hunter scores a touchdown and picks off Caleb Williams
2: Shit. <laughs> yeah. No, again, and that, that'll be the time when I sit here yeah. and I eat my words and I will absolutely apologize and don't bend you, the knee.
0: Tochter's going to have a mukbang with but, all the <laughs> shit he I, said. But
2: I am not going to bend the knee to Deion coach Prime Sanders quite yet because it's one game. One game, non-conference opponent. We'll see what happens when conference play uh, arrives. Shane, anything else as it relates to Colorado or anything else uh, for Arizona State? Obviously, we're going to be talking ASU versus Oklahoma State the rest of the week. Um
0: not really go go get your your jordan travis odds right now um Sugar sanders is a good quarterback a good division i, I know quarterback. they hurt for you they hurt for you um no just yeah a little bit uh i'm just excited to play them and and i'm sure everyone would be also can i say, actually you know what yeah and i got something to say hey, right after can we can we maybe i don't i don't know if this is allowed yeah can we maybe
2: like I don't tickets really. to ok state are $250 and well that's also the site that you're looking at it also depends where you're looking go check out game time they're a little bit cheaper over at game time than they are any of the other places just giving y'all a heads up that I think the the, the site that they were originally on was like Ticketmaster yeah those are a little bit more expensive but go check out game time or literally anywhere else and it is significantly uh, cheaper RH in the chat bro sounds like a hater RH it sounds like I'm a hater because I'm a hater uh, I'm yeah. not denying that I'm not a hater I'm absolutely a fucking hater uh, and, again, I'm going to stand here and own up to it and be a hater until proven otherwise. Yeah. Like I said, you chipped away at it with a big win over TCU, yeah. uh, but by no means am I cowering at the fact that Dion Coach Prime Sanders is going to lead Colorado to a national championship. Um, Colorado fans, c- cover yours really fast. Donald
0: says, oh, you guys cover yours. They gone. Donald says, we've wasted too much time on C U
2: L L. It's because they're clicking on the video Donald, don't worry. We're going to be talking a lot of ASU, Oklahoma State, the rest of the week. Uh, but, guys, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Circle K. It's America's thirst shop. No, we're talk- We're not talking about Jalen Conyers TikTok videos. We're talking about Circle K. Guys, they've got the a shop? new... Free membership program. Save 25 cents per gallon on your first five fill-ups. Guys, get every six free on a selection of Circle K products, pizza, coffee, ice-cold fountain drinks. And we know they've got some phenomenal deals on snacks, energy drinks, because I need an energy drink every single day to fuel me through everything here at phnx guys go join inner circle for free by downloading the circle k app today terms and conditions apply at participating locations visit circlek.com for details yeah
0: really what? that is crazy <laughs> um you know what else is crazy what is the queso and illegal pizza? that's fair bro i would i would damn Diego! if i had taste buds in my ears i would dump it in my ears because it's that just that good it's weird Yeah, that was really weird. Um, It's the best case, ever. they got the best margaritas. You're picking the case out of here when you do that? Yeah. Mmm, tasty. Yeah, got just, it's the best place to go uh, for anything you want, for pre-game, for post-game, for during the games. It's your go-to spot this summer. Stop by for happy hour, 3 to 8 p.m. every day at all 12 locations. Illegal Pete's the go-to spot for burritos, buddy, and beers for 28 years. Yeah, absolutely. Illegal Pete's is the one thing that U of A fans, ASU fans, and Colorado fans can all agree upon because Illegal Pete's is in Tucson, Tempe,
2: and Denver. There you go. Guys, we are going to be back Wednesday at 2 p.m. We're going to have sound from Oklahoma State coach uh, Mike Gundy on what he has to say about the upcoming matchup against the Sun Devils. We've also got... Um, an Oklahoma State reporter who covers the team daily. He's going to be on the show tomorrow as well to talk a little bit about the challenges uh, that it, they might present for Arizona State. So definitely stay locked in tomorrow at 2 p.m. Give us a follow over on social at phnx underscore. Sometimes you can follow me on social at Anthony underscore Toch. You can follow Big Pokey over here at Chain um, uh
0: Just just being honest with myself as always. Okay. And with and with you guys. Uh, trying
2: to be honest with Tochi as always. I'm a hater. I'm gonna stand by it. Sorry, Dion. Sorry, see you. But I don't give a fuck. Oh. <laughs> see you tomorrow. Bye bye. Peace.